Ready to go. Okay, so this is just another test, and we're going to chat about process and stuff like that. So, um, so we're talking about time slot first. So you were saying, like, what later? We need to begin. You and I need to sit down a good X amount of time before going live, just to run audio checks, make sure you're not going to run out of disk space, and maybe we'd have a checklist of stuff to go through. Right, so we'll call it like a pre-live checklist. Thankfully, the great thing about Audacity, or apparently the good thing about this program down at the bottom, I didn't realize, but it says disk space remaining for recording six hours and 14 minutes. Yeah, that's going to be useful. Um, so, so X hours. Um, okay, so the question becomes, how much time would we need beforehand, or should we just allot, and uh, when should a stream start? So we're because we're North America, we need to think about East-West time zones. Um, we're not... Uh... Okay, and so what we need to think about is ter in terms of... Uh, east-west coast to make sure it doesn't start too early so people come home from work and it doesn't start too late so that people can stay for the entirety of the stream without being tired and uh, this this directly competes with a whole lot of stuff for an extremely important time slot for lack of a word um where's that two words so the question becomes when is when like because theoretically, you could start at 5, right? And that would be 8. So I, I think in terms of how, how after work, West Coast, and how late East Coast. So if it's like 5 o'clock West Coast, 8 o'clock East Coast, and if it's 2 or 3 hours, or like even... Because remember the 60-minute, the 10-minute thing? That technically means it's like a 3-hour... 20 minute show if we do that because of the two breaks um or we can make it 50 minutes 10 minutes right and just line it up really well that way it's not confusing so if it's 50 10 with a with a 10 minute buffer or the 10 to 15 with the 10 to 20 minute overflow sure i mean just for if the topic is good but you can't stop there and can't i mean yeah okay I, I understand that i i really never so overflowing at the end i don't mind but i really don't want to step over that 50 minute mark so that people can know and predict because we talked about this earlier um and it's going to be important for us as well which is why i was about to ask if it can't be helped but okay so um okay so the question becomes when when do you want to start Well, that's going to screw up the math on fifty ten. Can you de can you deal with that weirdness? Okay. Well, when's our first break? Our first break would be. That's going to hurt people's brains. I'd rather start start on an hour. Because the half thing is, you start on an hour, you give some people time to come home, rest, or just do. Do things and then so why not start at six? I said starting at nine. East Coast. It feels a bit later than 
It'd be it nine to the a bit later. It'll feel like it's a bit later than. I'm confused. So five. Assuming let's say three hours. Why don't you just make it like a so start at five thirty and then what twenty minutes and then ten minute break? But I think we yeah. It's probably a bad idea. At that point, you're like a TV, you're like just a TV show. Uh, Okay, so make a decision. Six. Six. Okay. So six and then three hours. So that's starting at nine o'clock Eastern time. Isn't the East Coast way more popular? Like way more populous? Because it's closer to Europe, so it was colonized first. Um, yeah, but then there's LA, which is like West Coast. And yeah, West Coast is a whole lot of people as well, but I think it's less. California is more than Canada. Yeah, California is like the third largest GDP in the world or something stupid. It's it's preposterous. And it was run by a movie star from Austria. <laughs> um and yeah and it's in terrible terrible shape right now it's well no (laughs) i think uh california has the 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 resurgence of the black plague (laughs) like the literal actual black death um it yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty bad um going back to the time why does it feel weird for six for five thirty well, because then it's then I'd have to do math every single time in my head to know. So we'd have to be aiming for what six when the first break is six six twenty, and then come back at six thirty, and the next break is seven twenty. That just seems a little wrong to me. But we can we can start that. It's 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 because uh, in English we think in terms of hours way more a piece of trivia the dutch actually think in terms of half hour it's actually cooked into language and the things that i know right um and a couple other places actually cook it into i think they do it they do it like 15 minutes past the half of the hour it's the i don't fully understand i might be explaining it wrong too no smash is still doing like 15 chunks yeah, well, we do it in 15 chunks, but we'll say, like, quarter after and quarter to, whereas other places will say quarter past the half. We would, say, we would say, like, 145. Other places would say quarter past 130. It's, it's a language thing. Yeah, it's quarter past quarter past half fifteen two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyhow, so you you want to experiment with the x? So you want to start at five thirty? Yeah. Okay. So. Because again, just because people when they get home around this on the west coast, they can get come home. Just be ready to go in half an hour. And I guess eleven thirty. Doesn't seem, doesn't sound as late as midnight. So ending at eleven thirty is actually does sound pretty good. Yeah. So one of the one of the concerns is we're going to be picking up background sound like that, 
constantly. Um, I've actually thought about moving this down downstairs. Uh, garage is not ready for something like this. Um, but I'd have to clean up the room down there because it's on the other side of the house and we're not going to get that. Um, what the, the garage So, okay, so, I mean, the garage, fine, space can always be made in a garage, but it gets cold. Um, we're Northern Hemisphere, so it's summertime now, so it doesn't actually get hot in there. So that's... It doesn't be hot really all the years right now. But it will get cold, so we're fine for the summer. <laughs> but that's not a good long-term solution unless we, uh, unless we pad the place. And I know other, other podcaster webcaster type people that will that convert their garage and stuff like that but it's not like this is a professional <laughs> it's not like we know what we're doing and we're investing anything into this theoretically um like um theoretically curtains can be put up to muffle some of the sound in and move it into the living room or something like that move the couch out of the way um theoretically right but uh, room downstairs um, is probably the best probably the only thing that we can actually do since so the other choice is what doing this much earlier in the day to do the recording and then do the broadcast not live so it's recorded live and then just rebroadcast at that time that way i mean we're only picking up air travel air traffic traffic and dogs <laughs> also we won't do that and we'll just do like a two-hour recording live and then a three-hour rebroadcast well and with some prepared stuff in between that's a lot of extra work to figure out what to insert mm. right so i mean that's that's advanced stuff like video editing stuff to actually be interesting is right so um okay so we're screwed basically right so because really live interaction is really really urgent is really important is actually the the primary driver of of success um, is the personalness of interacting with people live and especially if it's like live questions or like people will will leverage um what does youtube call it youtube and twitch have uh concepts of live stream tipping and people ask questions oh. in the headers doing that and my brain just fizzled out i can't actually remember this stuff right offhand it's actually kind of hot here um so okay so right now tentatively it's up here okay and it's just going to be bad which is fine. And then what I'm going to have to do is uh, kind of empty out the room down there, clean it up, and then make it appropriate, which is fine. I mean, that's good motivation for like turning what is kind of an awkward library into not exactly a recording studio, but, you know, someplace out of the way. Well, the only issue is um, when laundry is done. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's an extra problem. Thanks. Um, it can't be done. So, afternoon thing. 
I suppose, where it caters to the Europeans, right? So, um, so it makes it impossible to do live, which means it's just a pre-recorded thing. What in the middle of the night, where it's quiet, or in the middle of the afternoon, and just tell people to not do laundry, or middle of the afternoon the house is not necessarily empty, right? There might be somebody home occasionally. So just playing around with the times from now to find out who could who could spot. Well, okay. We'll begin. What time? Like, I have no idea. Okay, so we're gonna do it at this time then. So we're gonna do five thirty, and just cope, and possibly mute or whatever, um, as practice, and not necessarily do it live. Um, what we might be able to figure out is uh, positioning. So I might sit over here, point the microphone a little differently. It will help mute that, mute any background sound from somebody in the kitchen. Um, theoretically speaking, we could move to the to the living room and do something of the same, and that might help. Um, I don't think any muffling would happen. Well, more distance, right? Um, and slightly more of a wall that's in the way. Now, theoretically speaking, curtains can be put up. Um, and theoretically, theoretically speaking, there are blackout curtains and stuff like that that are just naturally thicker. And there are almost certainly some kind of muffling material hangable. So theoretically speaking, a box can be drawn around the room. Like put it right there. Theoretically speaking, right? So at least that noise is, is lessened. That's really the only choice in terms of that particular time of day. Yeah. Then the concern would be like a door or something like that. Right? So kind of screwed. Okay, what time is it? Your, is the bottom right of your computer you could look? The guy reaches for his phone. <laughs> I have to go like that. Oh, why do you hide your taskbar? That's the dumbest thing. More space? More space. I guess tiny little. He's on a laptop, so tiny little laptop screen. What is I it? Do it on my main computer as well. Do you? God, two monitors, and you still hide your taskbar. I actually have special software to duplicate my taskbar on my other monitor to have extra functionality on that as well. I know you've, there's a feature already built into Windows to do that, but I duplicate my tray and this kind of stuff. Anyhow, that's that's by default. Uh, I can't remember what fiddly stuff I get out of. I can't remember the name of the software. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I mean, maybe I'll look it up when I listen to this again and, and add notes. Um, at any rate, that was a div divergence. Okay, so let, we'll just suffer. Okay, so we're going to suffer until... I, th I still think the best bet is... Um, is clean library and then uh maybe it's two days a week right so maybe we just request that the laundry not be done two days a week at that time which isn't a huge deal um and i i i think that yeah so we'll, we'll just have to communicate a little bit better and do that okay so i'll make a note note of that because I had been kind of thinking about this problem earlier, but 
and I wasn't sure if I want to go through the work of cleaning up down there or what's going on. That's the only choice we've got. And it is possible to clean it up so that it's perfectly livable. <laughs> so it's less clutter and everything. Um, so that's, I mean, we can consider that for the future. That might be weeks away. Okay, no big deal. Let's actually be useful. What time is it? 434, two minutes past. 4.34, okay, so we, we still want to do the the 50.10 right now. So what are we declaring that as? Um, 20 minutes past, we may as well begin that process now. Okay. So at 20 minutes past, we'll take a 10 minute break. Like for, for real, you and I will actually take a break and we'll pause the recording. Normally we would have something that we'd insert. Um, Okay, so what's the right way of having a counter of some sort, a timer that will let us know when we're approaching that hard wall? And it should be a, a pretty, pretty hard wall where we stop at, at our 50 mark. Use, yeah. use, use a phone and put an alarm on it? Yeah. So you'd have what? You'd have the 50 alarm, the 10 alarm, the 50 alarm, the 10 alarm, because you can't fiddle with that so you'd have to set up the what the hour meeting time so that for the test prep then the launch time 50 minute mark 10 minute mark 50 10 50. you would have to set all those alarms up until something better is thought of okay so, so and you can this. can you do that you don't show me you doing that just tell me if you yes. can do that okay so I'm going to be going through this and actually writing up tasks for for next time slot for us to produce stuff. Okay, so I got a page full of of notes, and I I did want us to wait to talk about stuff, even though we talked a little bit in our spare time. Now I'll, I'll repeat that. <laughs> Should probably just slap space and pause that rather than make me mute the microphone because yeah. I'd have to edit that crap out. Um, anyhow, so page of notes um so i think i will take it upon myself as my responsibility to eat my own dog food listen to a listen to a session to go through it take notes and to pull out stuff that say would need to be researched as uh additional talking points for the the next thing so for example let's say let's say for some reason we're talking about news or some garbage like that um, or we're talking about some piece of trivia, and I'm just rambling stuff off the cuff. I would listen to that later. I would I would make a note like, oh, I mentioned this thing about this piece of software that I use. Like, is that actually interesting enough? Maybe it happened to be interesting enough that I'd go and I'd figure out what I'm using. And then for the next episode, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's this program. Or if I find out that I'm wrong because I go and actually research the thing, then I come back next episode and you know, apologize profusely and grovel to the audience. And, oh, my God, I, I was making stuff up previous episode. I'm wrong. Here's the correct information. Um, so I could actually, like, uh, th that is a, like, a segment of stuff that could be prepared. Or it's a segment of, of stuff that is a, a, a prompt for, the, for a future episode right um so 
it is my intention to listen to that stuff, take notes, produce mm-hmm. ideas for next time. So that's something that I can do. Um, uh, what else? Okay, so um, for for the recording, what I like to do is um, okay. So let's start with the the yesterday. It happened to be yesterday when we were doing this exact same thing. Um, you did an export as FLAC, which is fine unless we modify it. And if it's modified, I'll have to show you the procedure where you can go into... We're using Audacity, guys. So there's a way for you to go in and delete the history to save some space. And you can leave the project as is. There's a save as compressed version of it. Um, I'm not too... I'm not familiar enough to know if that's going to actually lose any data. Um, but I do believe that it it, uh, it will... It dumps everything as, I think in that case, I think it's an AUG, an AUG file. Uh, uh, what is that? AUG Vorbis? Not AUG Theora, that's video. And it will dump it as, as an AUG and uh, it will still refer to it so you still have any modification points and stuff like that. So Audacity will still be fully functional for that project but it will take up less hard drive space and so there's going to be a a a process that i will have to show you for that that kind of stuff um so let me uh compress okay so got it and in this particular case i am taking notes uh, while i probably shouldn't even bother since i'm supposed to be listening to this in the future anyway for this whole time. Yeah, it's helping me. Okay, so so let's talk about that previous project. So you, I had you export it as a FLAC, and that's that's fine for stuff that doesn't need any editing, and it lets you delete the previous thing. So the way I foresee organization for stuff is you you we maintain a, a template and. So we'd begin a new project in Audacity. We'd adjust any settings that need to be adjusted. We would save that as a project. And whenever we're approaching a new day, what we do is that we'd copy that template into something new, rename it, which is actually a renaming a folder and renaming one file, and launch that to get into Audacity to use that project. So you wouldn't like launch an empty Audacity, go file, save as, go and search for the folder. You'd actually, in Explorer, be going, go to the this, this webcast directory. So you'd have, you'd have that template folder and you'd, um, so you'd use it that way in the way I described. And then once it's done, what you would do is you would, you would take that, you would put it into a folder that is the date that it was recorded. So so 2020-06, whatever day, that kind of stuff. And that's so that it can be actually found and sorted. It, but even that flack would go into a folder called that because all of the associated information that is pertinent for that thing. So it could be um, the uh, break commercials it could be the 
other resources that were talked about stuff that like it could be the audacity data itself which is more than one file shoved into that subfolder so you can imagine that there would be a, a past episode folder so you you look at the project folder it would go project and then in project you'd see template and then you just copy that template and use it and you also have something called archives you look in archives and it would have date 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 going down for all of the previous stuff and it might be date and then the title just as a as a quick memory jog so let's say one folder for everything and then inside that folder and then one folder there with everything that happened in that day mm -hmm. and in that everything that happened so the audacity the fls the slack file and then any notes or anything that was done yes okay. i think you understand um so we sit down the day and the day would begin with just copying a template folder out and that template folder would have more than just that audacity blank project or that prepared thing or whatever the heck because we don't know how complex that's going to be it could have a video editing software with a track set up and, and stuff like that already having references to title cards and other scenes and and whatever the heck that could have could be pre-prepared in part of that template as a as a different set of stuff in that directory called templates and um and it would just and we might have a separate folder called resources or whatever the heck and that would have the actual data for a lot of stuff that, that would have the actual video commercials or whatever and it's just referred to by that video project or by whatever the heck as well as any process notes any checklists any stuff like that so that template you're copying it over you would there would be one text file in there that's like an overview text file that i will help you create that will go through and it will say okay step one copy this folder out into something else close this file go into that folder and open this file again okay step two well that's step three actually but and then the next step is okay now open audacity oh, double click this file it will open audacity in audacity this is how you begin recording this is how you check check your disk space do an audio check beforehand um do like do a stream check on uh like Maybe we'll have a second account set up just for doing stream testing. Um, check that, you know, check YouTube working. If we're using something like, uh, a re there's a restreamer that I've used. Check that DLive is working and YouTube and all these kinds of things. You know? and, um, it, and it would have the list. And that would be, we would give ample time to run through the checklist and additional time for if we find a problem we need to troubleshoot right so it could it could come down to like maybe there was a major software update or something like that and uh, our computers in another room are off busy downloading stupid things and the net connection goes to crap or something happens there will be troubleshooting time for us to figure that stuff out
Okay, so that might take 20 minutes. Can you punch in the computer to check for updates as well? Uh, maybe yes, maybe no. So that's why I started with maybe you begin sitting down by rebooting. No matter what. Yeah. Just, just, it's like the Windows, uh, well, it's Windows 98 days. <laughs> like, okay, it's morning, better reboot, or it'll just die by the end of the day. Um, so, and the thing is, one of the things that happens, generally speaking, on reboots is, um, so for example, Windows 10 has a, uh, like a Windows Defender process that goes through and idly mucks about doing stuff. And it will spike up CPU usage, something fierce. It tends to not be noticeable. Uh, I will notice it. And we're not doing anything that's particularly CPU intensive. But stuff like that will will spike up on reboot when you first log in. And stuff like that, it's rather annoying. Um, okay. So, so that's good. Okay, so we talked about creating a new Windows user. And you still have the ability to Windows L to lock that screen and then log in as the other user. So you could theoretically be logged into two things at once in case for some reason you misplace something and it's stuck in the wrong user. You can go switch over to that. But really the goal is to have everything associated with that one with this project, this audio project, soon to be video project, have it all in one user account. And you could even go so far as to make sure that permissions are restricted. It doesn't have access to admin. It doesn't, it can't do anything else. And it is the thing that has like your web browser with all the correct bookmarks set up and all the logins and stuff like that are saved within that browser and etc etc so that it's not that experience that user experience isn't polluted by the gaming setup that's uh, that's normally reserved for another login on that computer so it's clean so it's a clean break um so the the next thing after that is um we need to talk about what platforms are going to be used so um it's going to be in your hands to have let's say your phone attached to a youtube account or something like that so if you're beginning on a new youtube account you can set set one up explicitly for this and and then you might have let's say two two sub two sub accounts in that and one might be for just raw just live streams and it's like okay ever been to one of these channels and it's like 10 minutes 10 minutes 10 minutes three hours 10 minutes three hours and you're like browsing through and these and somebody who's just not interested in these three hour things goes through that goes and is frustrated every like i hate i, I will actually binge through somebody i like from from the end and every time i get hit by these hour and a half whatever the heck it pisses me off and sometimes i will want to actually listen to those but but at some point if i don't like the guy live i'll just i want to skip it so what some people do and what i have done is i will 
separate them into sub-accounts. They're like associated channels, and they're really easy for the admin to manage because you just for YouTube, you top right click your your account name, you can you know switch to another user, right? So it's easy. And what that does is that shunts all of a certain let's call it a topic into another account. And you can just constantly have one refer to the other. Um, and so, for example, if we, we take a best of, so if, if episode A starts, we, uh, we record episode A. Some people might see it live. It will get pumped out in that format. Uh, so, for example, yeah, so YouTube will save a copy of it, and, but it goes into the live stream folder. I would review it, and I would take notes for for episode B, right? But episode A also has the opportunity to cut it apart for additional material for episode B, but for additional material in the channel, and then a cleaned up live version or something like that. So I think uh, maybe what we should do is something like, okay, episode A launches, it goes live. It goes live and it does not appear on a channel when it's done. It vanishes. So only the people who are alive get to experience that. Then what happens is I review it, and I maybe I take some notes and hand it to you to cut it up, and it will get cut up, and it will be preview episodes, like maybe two or three. So it would be like day one, day two, and it gets released day three as whatever, and then it gets re-uploaded uh, three days later or something like that. So people that want to be in on it can come live because none of this, we're not like broadcasters, we're not journalists or anything like that. So it can be delayed, and then we have these two or three days, or even a week for all that matters, of leading up, right? So channel A would have all these lead-up videos and references to the live stream stuff, and then the actual proper live thing, live stream comes up Why, there. Wouldn't you want to just throw up the main... Right away? Either right away or a day or two after. Well, that's why I'm thinking a day or two after. And the reason I want to do that is... Like the entire thing, or just you said you didn't want to? Whatever. Well, no, no. So the entire thing would eventually get up, unless there's stuff that we want to just purge because... Um, uh, because we want to just it, like it happened live, but we want to edit it out because it's just too much garbage or something like that. Like we have a stupid audio issue or something like that. But it does get released lagged, right? This is uh, a thing that a lot of people do on something like Patreon, where they will have early releases. Some places do it like a month sooner, right? So so they do it, and they put it on Patreon right away, and then they delay it by a month, and then they put it on YouTube. Now, that's kind of torture and stupid. And if it's current topics, then it's kind of dumb, but if it's yeah. like what I found about this or that, it's okay, I guess. If it's rambly talking, then yeah, right? So, and But the thing is, the, the experience is meant to be live anyway. So the, the question is, how do you get people hooked into the live experience? And the only notion I have is to have the lead-up videos and then the, the actual full previously recorded live thing delayed by a little bit. 
current events be damned because what I don't want to talk about current events. <laughs> Not our current current events. Well, it can't be helped, but let me just let's talk about what's his name, Andrew Shearer, being kicked out of the the Conservative Party of Canada. Yeah, we're Canadians, by the way. Let's talk about Canadian politics. Let's talk about Canadian news. Today, you know, there was a hailstorm and like <laughs> how bored would happen because honestly speaking, with the population of the United States, most listeners would be American. I think we'll amuse them with just how Canadian we are. They can they can hear me say about and just be What so maybe just do Definitely two day Okay. Release it two days after the live recording. So I like the idea. So and then the day, and then one day after, no, live record, live recording, the uh, video gets released, and then two, three to four clips of topics of that. Mm-hmm. Have to set a maximum. Well, it can be zero if anything, but there has to be a maximum. So. Because who knows, during that day, maybe something came up for that per- for whoever, and then they can't. I'm con- okay. So, so here's here's how I'm thinking of it. We were thinking about live being Wednesdays and Sundays. Yeah, is that still okay with you? Yeah. So that seems okay with me too. So what I imagine is uh, the number of days between Wednesday and Sundays. We got Wednesday. So let's say we live Wednesday, then we. First clip Thursday, second clip Friday, third clip Saturday. We can even do an early fourth clip on Sunday as a, but what I would like to do is one, two, th- one, two, three, and maybe Saturday is two clips. Um, maybe, no, no, Saturday is a, is a third clip and then, um, then Sunday is the full show from Wednesday, right? So we would do, Wednesday record, so content, so Wednesday content live, Thursday content clip, Friday content clip, Saturday content clip, Sunday live, right? So there's a staggering, so, so, and the, the Sunday we would record and the live thing would get released the next Wednesday with clip, 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 right? So, so there's an offset, so the live gets offset by that many days, okay? So, wait, so, Sunday live. When you say clip, just like chunks of whatever. Uh, best of, yeah. Okay, so Sunday, Sunday's recording. Monday's a chunk. Or Monday's a clip. Tuesday's a clip. Okay, so you're talking from Sunday. So, so Sunday show gets a clip on Monday, and then a clip on Tuesday, and then, the and then Wednesday's day. just live. Okay, but are we releasing? Oh, the entire footage gets released uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Wednesday. No, oh, no, no. When it's live. Oh, that's a good point. Because we're so so. Yeah, so Tuesday gets the entire clip. Or Tuesday gets the entire or gets the re, gets, gets the, the full show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're doing. I'm I'm like doodling now. Okay, so then. So Wednesday make, is Wednesday. So okay. So. Sundays, Sundays recording. Monday's the clip. Tuesdays, Tuesdays the broadcast. Tuesdays from Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So the Tuesday, um, 
the thing that I like doing, I like the idea. I mean, it's kind of hard, but I've seen it done really well by, by people that know what they're doing or that learned that eventually figured out what they were doing. So competent people uh, actually have really wonderful intro stuff because the idea is you've only got one lead day in that particular example one lead date that, that kind of advertises the release, the full release, the pre-recorded episode. And uh, so I would like the idea of opening that episode with a best of that particular episode that's airing. So a person that hops in, maybe it's their first experience there. Um, and so the it would be 10 minutes of the best of stuff in there. And... Um, so that's a little bit of extra work, but I mean that's already kind of in the right. clip clip experience. I'd say just find a segment that sounds good. Find a say, yeah. interesting segment, and it wouldn't be a ten minutes. Just a segment's up to oh. maybe ten minutes. Well, or however, or right? However long. And and it shouldn't just be well. Okay, yeah, yeah. So something something like that. Even if there's duplication or something, we'll we'll figure that out. But that that's a general idea. And for the double dipping's fine, but you don't want to just. But it can't be long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Um, okay. And then the Wednesday to Sunday cycle ends up having two days for clips. Yeah. So Wednesday's a recording. Thursday's a clip. Or Thursday. Thursday and Friday will be a few clips. Maybe Wednesday gets a bit better. Wednesday is. Yeah. Maybe once it gets a bit better, or once it's a possible longer recording. You mean longer live or longer produced thing? I mean, we can just have longer, longer clips on a Friday or something. Something. Like that. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. I like the idea of having maybe a ten, maybe fifteen minute for the those preview clips. And then Saturday will be the rebroadcast. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think you understand. Um, Okay, that works. That's a good idea. Okay, so we've got our, our cycle, got our time. Our general general notion is down. Okay, um, the, the next question is, uh, let's begin with what platforms we'll want to use. Um, my recommendation is YouTube because the world is still there. Um, but Mixer is getting popular. Ninja's there. <laughs> <laughs> we can go to D Live. PewDiePie's there. <laughs> so one of the, the only but so the other broadcast that I watched this one guy who pulls who's an analytics guy who checked the things um for some reason Facebook is growing Twitch, Facebook and YouTube are growing, but somehow Mixer isn't really improving at all, even though it pulled Ninja and a few other guys, but it's not uh, doing much personally i don't care about mixer so i'm not surprised because maybe i'm just average and most people don't care well it's the why'd you bring up facebook though because the analytics guy he even said like facebook's even improving but how so what's okay so twitch is owned by amazon mixer is by microsoft facebook is facebook and youtube is google at uh, Alphabet Incorporated. Thank you very much. Google is a separate company now. The Umbrella Corporation is called Alphabet. People keep saying this Google thing, 
but it's important to get it right. Anyhow, I'm sorry, I'm being a... I mean, I'm being a... It doesn't matter. Okay, no, it doesn't matter. Correct. As far as I know... Okay. YouTube is by Google. YouTube was by Google. Sure. I don't know if it was reacquired or anything, just like how I didn't realize League of Legends is now owned by Tencent. Yeah. Um, and, and Tencent has their, fing- has their t- fingers in a lot of places. Yeah, oh yeah. I think they bought uh, Path of Exile as well. Yep. Which is really depressing, and I wish I knew that before spending more money on that game. So anyhow, Facebook fudges. Or, what Facebook does to count their views and such is a bit skewed YouTube or um, Twitch well who owns what's kind of not really important but each company does this thing it's not there's no standard for it everywhere else um, so the think- argument was brought up that once you made an account even though Ninja moved over to Mixer most people didn't um, didn't go with them didn't jump ship well it's not jump ship it's like Okay, so now I have to make another account on Mixer. Well, it's like the... the uh, mentality. Oh, man, what was it? Epic Games versus uh, Steam. Steam, right? It's just, I don't know why people are up in arms about stuff like this. I don't mind having a million accounts. I use a password keeper for that stuff. So. Yeah, password keeper, so it's the pain of signing up for that. Um, it's, yeah. If we're going to go using that logic as well, there's Ubisoft, there's a few other... Right, I get the idea. Right, so okay, so, like Steam was nice because everything was already there, but okay, so the the there's restreaming, rebroadcasting that's that's possible, right? So the live can be rebroadcast to a bunch of places. I don't know if Facebook's included, which might be a problem. Um, I don't think we've got. I mean, theoretically speaking, a low-quality version could be streamed well, simultaneously. Well, we do have unlimited bandwidth right oh, now. Oh, actually, we do have a crazy fast internet connection now. Theoretically speaking, if your computer can handle it, we could have two instances. Of... It should be fine. Just hardwire it and we're good to go. <laughs> streaming over Wi-Fi. I didn't even think about that. Wow. That would be... Uh... Our wireless is absolutely... We replaced the box. I don't know if you knew that, but we replaced that box. And uh, it's still not very good. I think, uh, I mean, it's... it's Streaming over it's, Wi-Fi. Someone hasn't seen Twitch Live. Wow. Okay, so what were we talking about? So, so the question would become, what platforms are important to, uh, let's say, maintain a presence on? It's 15 minutes. Hmm? 15 minutes. She's still on... What is 15 minutes? 50. 50? Okay, so let's take a break. Pause. Yep. And we're back. Can you hear my... I can see my levels moving. Okay, so... Why not begin right now with opening up a text file for yourself and beginning a checklist? Which is... So, do we have a projects folder that you've been working with? And just make... Okay. So... I have to get you a proper text editor as a start. I'll get you to use Genie. Notepad++. Notepad++. I remember that thing. Um, okay, so let's start with uh, moving your chair, moving your equipment. Start typing. <laughs> what equipment? Laptop. 
would just be right here. Microphone. Still. Um, so, and you have a preferred chair. He moved his chair out because he was slouching. Because he it's slouches. Still this chair just kind of stops you. Or yeah. It doesn't stop you, but it just fixes your posture at the same time. Yeah, I was thinking about getting a kneeling chair for that very reason. Okay, anyhow, so I can hear my levels now. Sorry, I was muted there. Um, okay, so you were working on a checklist. So maybe you can make a separate to-do notepad or something like that. You could dump it all in one file for all I care for now, but that's a bad habit to start. So you can open up a second notepad as your to-do list. Another one? Yes. So one is your checklist that you're working on, and the other is your to-do list, which is a generic thing. Okay. So you, okay. And get Notepad++. Write it down. Oh, wow. See, see how this works? Okay. Um, I mean, we may as well go down the list. Make a new user. Um, make template folder. Um, uh, I'll just you can write down something like restructure directories. I'll, I'll have to sit down with you and make sure that that's done the right way. Um, so what about things like uh, so platforms? Okay, so Facebook does not currently allow in its terms of service an anonymous account, even though you can do it, right? But it doesn't technically allow it. That removes the idea of making a presence there. Um, so don't do the presencing until it's... Right, until we decide on something like that. Um, so that means that Facebook will not be a primary platform. Um, I mean, I like rules, so, you know, unless they change, they're supposed to, want, at one point, allow anonymous accounts. So you can set up one as the team. But they've got, like, business accounts and stuff like that, so... Uh, anyhow, I'm not setting up a business. Um, so you can say make YouTube account. Let's start with just just YouTube. Keep it nice and simple. Um, what else? And you are occasionally saving as your type. Never trust your notepad. Slow typer. Good lord. Okay, tab over to your checklist. Uh, reboot. Check for updates. So check for updates. Reboot. Doesn't matter what order Save it goes. Save it first? Yes, of course. Haven't you been saving control S every sentence? Let me, let me start. Let me, let me put it in there first and then, then go on with on control S. Um, what was this? To do? Yeah, to do. <laughs> to, to do is pretty good for a to do list. To do.txt. I mean, let's go, let's go the full nine for this one. Save as pre check? No. Checklist. Yeah, there's there is probably a better word for this particular checklist, but we got a checklist before or before live. Sure. Again, there will be iterative improvements. Don't worry. As long as stuff is shoved into the correct inbox, then it will be it'll it'll sort itself out over time. As long as you take your twenty percent time and commit at least some of that to cleaning the stuff up. It'll make tomorrow easier and the day after easier. Okay, physical. Remember, you want to be, you want to be lazy but smart, as opposed to lazy and dumb. We'll we'll get you there one day. 
Why is it taking you so long? Just making adjustments. Okay, so you you put in check for updates and reboot? Yes. Because I'm going to start crossing stuff up. Uh, Don't say yes and then start typing as though you didn't do it. Well, rewording things or making it more simple. Does, doesn't matter as long as you remember this next time you see it. Because right now you're wasting time. I need like a glass of wine or something. Okay, so wine if you want to start drinking. No. At some point we'll call it vodka, it'll just have a glass of water. But I'll have like legit tequila or something on the side. Um, okay, so checklist. Somewhere, somewhere, just put export as flak, just so we don't forget that. Go faster. What do you... You still have... So the way you make a text file is in Explorer, you right-click, new text file, name it, double-click it, type, you type, type, Control-S. You don't open Notepad first and then save and then browse to somewhere and then give it a name it's just so annoying i experienced the entirety of the computer through a file manager not through any program that i'm using well welcome to gooey <laughs> screw that man dos all the way okay. commodore 64 okay. is it is it okay and in your checklist oh sorry in your checklist put Make backup. It doesn't have to be in the correct order right now. Okay. And in alt tab out to your to-do list, create create backup procedure. That might require a, I don't like backing up to USB sticks or anything like that, but it might require getting a, a USB hard drive or uh, shunting files across the network or something like we'll figure that out. But that is, is literally going to be the thing that gets done after uh, a, sh a show or after any material is created. It's going to be dumped into a backup. Maybe also a backup backup, depending on how things work. Um, hey, everyone, I'm an archivist. Everybody should be doing their backups, especially me. <laughs> I have lost so much stuff. Um, okay, so got the pre-life checklist. Uh, for your checklist, uh, check disk space, X number of hours, for example, or X number of minutes recording. Okay. Okay, and then mic test. The mic test or just the entire recording test? Sure, however you want to describe it. And we can have like stream test or something like that on the alternate. Well, stream test, you would just go either... Just have a countdown timer when live is going in, or my recommendation is so for the YouTube channel, you making you have a maximum of, of three sub channels. So two would be public facing. One would just be would be like big live streams and stuff like that. The other would be little clips. Uh, maybe we'll change our minds. Maybe that's not a good idea. But one of them will just be hidden. It'll be there, and we'll. We'll stream to it privately. So we, uh, my recommendation is having a full-on stream test that streams into a live, empty room. 
and we can actually check the entire because that's a real process from beginning to end so we can actually go to i mean obviously like another uh, browser private window and, and view the stream or log in as another user as a sub totally like i log in to myself and or, yeah okay phone and you just you look at the stream and make sure that it's working okay so that would be the real test and that would have to include the mic testing the system testing the bandwidth testing so but you wrote down um disk space yes yeah. okay so next is putting your phone in airplane mode so you're not receiving calls in the middle of the show well i can receive things but it won't make a buzz or sound oh, okay so you can receive a phone call and it won't make noise yeah, it'll just is that normal that explains why you don't answer your phone when i call or texts. You barely call. Yeah, I, why bother? And yeah. you send a message through Discord, and I have that turned off. <laughs> okay, so uh, airplane mode is, is good. Um, I just turn off vibration, and all it would do is just light up. Okay, so that's fine. Um, we talked about your to-do lists. Write down uh, make templates. Make template. Template folder, restricted directory. Okay. And make a new Windows user. Yeah. And so, and you've got YouTube account in there? Platform, yeah, YouTube for now. Okay, and um, in the process, in the checklist, um, you have export as FLAC. And just write in something like send to me. You need to figure out how you're going to get me stuff so that I can listen to it. So in the app, maybe what will in your checklist is going to be part of your process, okay. but you're also going to be typing it again in the to-do list. Okay. So next is uh, setting up a second monitor. You were talking about putting a TV up on the wall over there. I'm fine with that. Um, so to-do. Um, to do to keep almost knocking this cable loose you can still hear me okay uh next is so the second monitor um so let's do spare keyboard so that if it comes down to it i have easy access to a keyboard as well because i think i can just plug a usb keyboard into this and just use it and that that might actually help quite a lot you to type for what i don't know because okay. maybe you're too slow and frustrating and I need to reach and type at 130 words a minute. Oh, no. Um, I don't know. I might be slower now. I'm getting old. Um, so so we so we were talking about 530. Uh, that means you and I would get together for the, for the checklist sooner than that. 15, 20, 30, 30, 30. So... Um, we're going to call it half an hour for now until we get lean and quick. Um, talked about time of day and people. Okay. Now there's a, one idea that I've seen and I might just, just go and rewatch. I'd have to go find it again, but where this one dude that I've seen, his live streams are just, they're awesome. I mean, he's a, he's a Brit. And already he's entertaining to listen to just because of the accent. But he's 
He's kind of a, a kooky guy. And what he does before the live stream begins is he has this prepared clip show of just random video memes. And it is wildly hilarious. I have no idea where he gets this stuff, but it is really, really good, good stuff. Maybe off Reddit. Okay, so add on the to-do list. Sources of video memes. Um, and that's something I would like to have a unique X number of minutes leading up to a pre-show of like... So leading up to the actual live is this meme stuff because that tends to be eye-grabbing, attention-grabbing for people that are just surfing through. And it's it lets people log in quick and know, oh yeah, you guys, like today is okay, rather than waiting for that particular moment. Um, it lets them check in over the span of that. I'm just making 15 minutes a thing because I think that's what this guy was doing. And... Um, so it lets a person check in to see if we're alive or dead, if we're actually, if everything's okay for that Wednesday or that Sunday. Um, they can come in during that 15-minute period. Not right on time or not not early in an empty room or early with other people. God forbid they're going to have to interact with unmoderated trolls or something like that. Or bot-moderated trolls. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Um, I don't think you can if it's bot moderated I don't think it's a troll you're well the trolling has to be subtle and really effective to dodge around the restrictions I mean adding a space to the thing isn't really effective isn't really a space to the thing so in league whenever someone says bitch instead of saying bitch they just put B space itch (laughs) I'm trying to remember um, there was one game that would Ah, it was Bloons. Bloons 4. It's a Flash game. And and there was one phrase that I couldn't use. And like it was like, don't start next round. And something like that. And But because it had the word... Because it had the word tit in it or something like that. Into, it was like two separate words, but had, it ended with T. Don't start it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it looked that one blocked. <laughs> like, come on, I'm just I'm talking about not launching the next round so that I can prepare. Like, just, just, just <laughs> what? And I, I kept. I mean, I wasn't learning, so I just kept getting hit by that. I have to type it again. The devs don't care about that game. They just let it rot on the vine. Was which is a shame because it's a really good game. Now they they uh, brought out. Uh, Bloons 5, but it's like, oh, it's compatible with mobile, and it's on Steam, and blah, 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 and give us money. And I'm like, eh, I don't care. I mean, gla- I don't think it's running Flash. I don't think it is. Nothing Flash should. Is like the support for Flash has done it this year. Newgrounds has a work for I'm trying to figure out how the hell to uninstall it from Windows 10. Um, because it's still there. I, I actually got... I'm not, not by it. It as a as an application, is uninstalled. However, it's in Windows somewhere because the Windows update identified it with a, an update. And I, I it should just be gone. And there's like, okay, well, you have to make sure it's disabled in Internet Explorer, and then you have to go and you have to run these commands. 
as in DOS as the administrator, and then you've got to delete these files. And you've got, I'm like, well, can't like, and there's no feature, just make it go away. So I hope that when it's, uh, what happens to half of the internet when Flash goes away? Flash just goes outside to the web for. Like, the, the thing is, I'm an archivist, so how do I go, when I have archives of Shockwave stuff, which I actually have, like, Shockwave videos saved, that I don't even know how to play anymore. There's an individual player. There is, right? But if it's something like a game that I have downloaded offline, and there, I have a few. Um, if you have the ES I, I have to, file, I think, you can use yeah. the individual player. Yeah. Really, to actually interact with it as a Flash program? Oh, I didn't know that. So I'll keep that in mind when I'm next uh, figuring stuff out. Um, <laughs> I'm doing other stuff for the ne- for the longest time. I've got a lot of other things to work on. So what about getting desktop speakers for that? Something that's better. Does that actually matter? We could. Well, I, I don't want to hear we could. I want, like... Well, either yes or no. Well, yeah, I mean, technically speaking, I do have spare speakers. What does that use? Does that use a headphone jack? There's a headphone jack right here on the side, or you can do USB. Okay, so in my case, um, the thing is, I would rather use a USB-powered set of speakers because... But, okay, so we got headphones, so maybe it doesn't matter at all. We just do the setup when we watch uh, movies. Or actually... um, because you're piping it out to a TV, you can do audio that way too, right? And the TV audio would probably be better than anything. And so that that will be, when we're setting that up, we'll, that will remind us of that. Um, probably what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to invest in it. Oh, I'm going to use, so I've got a, right now, you might be hearing clicking and writing and banging and things tapping on the microphone because this is on a... Although it's got a shock mount, it's on a an arm that is clamped to the table we're using. And that means that anything that bumps the table is bumping the arm, is bump, bumping the shock mount, is bumping the mic, and you're probably still going to have it picked up. Also, the microphone is sensitive enough that if I'm tapping somewhere near, you're going to hear it. And that, there's no getting away from some things, but uh, I actually have a boom arm meant for lighting, and I went through a special kind of hell, figuring out how to have that thing adapted so that I could actually put this uh, shock mount on it. And so I will, I've already done the tests and it all, it all attaches correctly. So I will, for next time, I'll make it available. I'll bring it up. And I've got like, I actually have, do you know how you've got ankle weights and they're like little bags of ball bearings and that you can adjust the weight on, and you can put them around your ankles for additional weight for training or for exercise or whatever. So I've got those, and I can actually pull the bags out, and I'm using them kind of like the way you use sandbags as the counterbalance for a boom arm. So you can actually have it floating, and you can actually move it around really easily because it's counterbalanced. So this actual microphone setup it's fairly light, but the actual, the full, full microphone that I would normally use is bloody heavy. And so having a counterbalance is actually really useful. If you don't use a counterbalance on a boom arm, which is okay, um, what you end up doing is you, you have to, to 
like screw in that pivot point. So you've got the pole reaching up, and then you've got a bar across, kind of so it forms a T. And if you've got a lot of weight on one end, you kind of have to shift around where the pole is to give it some balance. And you have to tighten up that middle point so that it doesn't tip over and your microphone doesn't crash into your table or something like that. So what you do is you have on the butt end of it, you have a weight. And so the weight of the microphone and the weight of the back end are in balance. So you don't have to put so much tension tightening it up in the middle, which is actually important because the you'll you'll wreck that that tightening point, which is actually for me. Um, I mean, it costs money to get a boom arm, but it, I I cheaped out, <laughs> so so it's like not the best. Oh man, that's not a neighbor, but the little kid's got one of those electric cars that he can ride in. I love those. So I want to see. Oh, there's the parents. <laughs> You didn't see the parents like walking right behind them. It's, it's like I can't see when something's ahead of the other. Was, was he wearing a t-shirt? <laughs> he was stealthing. He was wearing black. It's daylight out. Um. Okay, so so boom arm. I will figure out for next time for sure, for sure. And I'll have that set up early. That'll be kind of like our half an hour pre setup that we'll do. And we've got a time slot. Okay, so I'll, I will help you with the project-related stuff. So I'm my notes are are done. I'm out of stuff to do. So I kind of have my own um, to-do list of stuff here. So I'm good. Um, what else? We're pretty much done. I mean, this is just pre pre-launch talk. Um, what about talking about the name of the thing? Because believe it or not, I've actually had a name. And we'll just go with it. <laughs> the name that I'm thinking? I was thinking something to do with a veil. With a what? A veil. A veil. You know how theaters have this, the curtains, and then they just pull away and then present whatever? Oh, there's an... I'm not a theater guy, but I know that there are words for that. Um, I don't want to learn about theater stuff to actually go find that word. But uh, there is one, I assure you. Or something like related to like, the okay. action of pulling open a curtain and then... <laughs> okay, blah, so... Blah, blah, to mind. So the, the name that I have is Lucid Indifference. The reason I can bring that up is because I own that domain name. And I have for very many years and not done anything with it on purpose. Indifference? It's like apathy. <laughs> Is like well informed and not caring. Lucid, you're kind of ten. Oops. Two phrases I don't really know off. (laughs) (laughs) It's deep philosophy. I go go to Wikipedia right now so I can laugh at you. You you know both of these concepts. Mm, Indifference, not really. You don't know the word indifference? Do you, you? You are steeped in indifference. When you just don't care one way or another, you're you're indifferent. Like you would be, uh, you would have a fierce opinion about certain things. Um, but if you're indifferent, Act of interest, concern, or sympathy. Yeah, that's you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now look for lucid. Express clearly, easy to understand. That's me. <laughs> You cl- you expose clearly to something that doesn't care. 
What do you think? <laughs> I think it works. And I've had this for longer than I've known you. Easy to understand concerns. Easy. Okay, sure. Lucidity hap- is, a, is also a concept where it's like the opposite of, of being intoxicated of some sort. And lucidity is like clarity, a sanity, stuff like that. And it's like when... So my teacher gave gave me the you're kidding, or he gave me you're kidding when I asked him to spell out the word soldier because it's something I didn't use often or ever came across. Soldier? Okay. So I couldn't really figure out how to spell that word. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's... I'm before you even... I, I mean, the, my... Like, I'm, I was awful at English. Okay. And Lucid indifference it is. <laughs> okay, so, so we, had, we had previously talked about uh, licensing and ownership and business and all this kind of stuff. Like, it is a wonderful pipe dream to play pretend like you're going to be successful at anything. And as it turns out, it's work. <laughs> being good at something takes effort. Um, being recognizes other people uh, by other people as being good enough for them to you know return for anything uh it's not necessarily meeting the expectations of an audience but at least being entertaining enough to have an audience like be around that actually requires some level of competence so i'm not exactly i don't think it matters that we look so far into the future that that we start planning this shit, but I really don't care if um, I transfer the, do- the domain to you, so it can be in in your name. Well, I just don't want to privately, be, right? I just don't want to be the dick that does something stupid against common sense, and somebody has like the foot up their ass. Well, I still own me, so I don't care. I mean, that's my argument. Like people using what's been out as an example. There's a while when I said. Um, the podcast with two girls. Do you remember the name? The name was the podcast name was call uh, was uh, call her daddy. Call her daddy. Okay. So two girls. Wait, what? That makes no sense. I'm not assuming gender or anything like that. Just makes no sense. So, two girls were. One thought one was the business partner, the equal, but apparently the other. Or B thought it was the business partner of A, but A's significant other something shopped their podcast, shopped their brand around without B knowing. Oh, wow. Or at least B says she didn't know or something, and she thought she was equal and thought she had to say. Okay. And then um, the group, the host group of Call Her Daddy just found uh, this out through negotiations yearly because things happen like you either uh, expand or get noticed or you just okay so there was like an a review and a year in review audit from the parent company and uh, what was offered to call her daddy was you stay with us for this and you get the ip back which normally he says doesn't happen Okay. So there's a bunch of other things and unprofessionalness and such. Um, uh-huh. Another thing related to this, um, a Twitch streamer 
So this group called Face Clan has a has their own brand and located has their own brand and such. And this one guy, Tfue, threw himself into the internet claiming that or this is from my point of view, uh, anyways. He's saying that he signed up with FaZe Clan and he went over the contracts and said that this is unlawful, blah, 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 this, I got suckered in. Mm-hmm. But FaZe Clan, the group, says, okay, but we're sending multiple... Um, so every year or so, they ought to they redo the contracts, they redo the terms and conditions and such to him, but he says no, he just wants out. Okay. Because he's big and everything now, but he wasn't then. And then to add sympathy for his first post, when he did his first post, he said, like, people were drinking, blah, 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 when he was underaged. And then after a while, when they, when Face Clan saw, the, saw that video, they said, well, okay, the drinking happened, but that wasn't us pushing you to do it. You just went out and did it yourself, and you made other kids do it as well. And then he just quickly just swept Do it? You mean sign the contract? Drinking alcohol. Underage drinking. And how does that involve... He made it seem like that company made him drink. Or he was like, drinking was involved, blah, blah, blah. But why do we care if he was drinking? I'm confused here. So, because you're tying that into a contract. Are you saying that he signed a contract while drunk? No, but he did stuff... It just seems confusing on my point, and this I'm being fu- fuzzy with all the details, but it's this was what was involved, whether how it was, I clearly don't remember. Ladies and gentlemen, his explanatory power. Should we pull the first video? Because there's footage of those. I, I don't think we should splice that in right now. Um, that Actually, copyright stuff like that is one of the challenges to deal with. Did you know that... Uh, one of the reasons people shy away from using YouTube to actually live live stream is because YouTube has the ability to just like axe a stream with no notice whatsoever. They just kill it. They just kill it. YouTube mutes a section of it. No, that's that's when it's posted no, after Twitch, the fact. Twitch, you, Twitch you does that. Live mutes. Yeah, which, I mean, I don't particularly care. You mean while you're live, they do that? I didn't know that. They, it's for the music you play. But live, I didn't know they would do it I live. Think it's live. I've, I, I know about it happening after the fact. It's so frustrating. Um, which is why the, uh, OBS has a feature to also spool it out to disk while you're streaming. And uh, if you got a decent enough computer, you can have like extra high quality on your disk being dumped. And however the streaming quality is appropriate to your circumstances. Uh, being streamed out so you can actually have a local copy and the the remote copy maybe you make it public on twitch maybe it's automatic for you and then um it might get muted a bunch of times but you can say i don't care and you take your your local copy not damaged by twitch do whatever you want you can like flip the bird to the copyrights and just upload it as is or you can selectively mute yourself and upload it to YouTube and see, see if the, the YouTube gods will actually let you 
Because they might also flag your video. They will definitely flag your video. Um, That's why you have to do in chunks or at least... But they, might, YouTube might actually be quite forgiving compared to Twitch. Because they might just go, this music is blah, 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 and have That's the, using the copyright claims. That's if you're using music or dependence. Right, right. So we're, we're using the music example from Twitch. So Twitch will just mute bits, but it, it's damaging when it does that. Because it damages its copy. So you keep your own copy so you're... You are safe from that, and you can upload it to YouTube. And YouTube might prompt you; it might uh, make it so that you can't advertise, so that the uh, advertising, the ownership of the advertising quality, is given to a license holder, like whatever. And um, it might also give you the tools to, like, you can go in, there's a video editor where you can select bits of audio track and, then mute, and like, mute it yourself. So if they say something like, well, the last 20 seconds is this theme song for this whatever, can't do that, you have the ability to go in and just, like, mute that clip. Uh, which, uh, that has hit a bunch of, of people. Like... Oh, Twitch just got recently... Music industries recently hit a lot of people just a few days just a few days ago or so really i am not i'm not in the loop I'm, i've been looking at canadian twitch politics too much twitch twitch and the D dnca is really really bad oh yeah it's, especially because you can falsely flag stuff because youtube doesn't support that feature the appropriate way you can lie when making a claim but you can't lie when you're counter when you're uh counterclaiming yeah well it's not which is just instant you can't lie to say that i have this so essentially you're you're putting your information to whoever claims against you yep and they could have lied to theirs but you are not allowed to lie right and that's so that's a mechanism for doxing people as a start and if you you can there are people that do that and they just grab essentially the monetization of videos mm -hmm. and some of them are just like so in in the domain names so for website names um if you were to go and purchase a whole bunch of, of words of phrases and just not do anything with them just keep them and then try to sell them and you just sit on them for years for all that matters because it's cheap. Oh, domain sharking you can't do that? Or? Yeah, so that's that's sharking. So you can imagine that there is an equivalent where there are groups or individuals out there that go through and troll through videos that might have something called... Ever, there might be evergreen content. It, it might not be something very current. It might be just old backlogs of stuff that have this tiny little trickle of revenue. Because the majority of a video's income come, is the first few days. Is in fact the first first one day, um, and I can rant on about that because I've taken great notes on the the turmoil of YouTube from like almost the very beginning of when Google was taking YouTube over. I kept commentary videos. I actually have a very good backlog of that stuff. It would make for a documentary. Anyhow. Um, so that, you know, if you get good, I can provide a lot of this stuff to you and you can, you can make your first documentary. <laughs> Is that going to happen? No. Okay. 
So what, what was I talking about? Yeah, so the equivalent of sharks will prey on this evergreen content, this back content, and those, uh, the actual legitimate, for realsies in the real world, owner of that video won't contest it because it's a, a difficult process. It is partly legal as well, or they might want to protect their identity. And so this person just kind of takes it. And they get their trickle of money, and they just go on and on and on until they create this catalog of stuff that's legitimately not theirs, that they're making money on. And it is, it is fully enabled by, like this abuse is enabled by YouTube. And everybody knows it, and they know it, because they're not dumb. And people have complained about it. There's been complaints, stir-ups, and by various other groups that are sick and tired of dealing with it. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm a member of... Wow, this is that awkward moment when I, I can't remember the thing that I'm a member of. It's a, a an advocacy group based in Germany, uh, specific for YouTube content creators. And it's actually got the backing of the largest union in Germany, which is really freaking significant, uh, by the name of something Mattel. Anyhow, um, it's, uh, and it has, oh, it's called the YouTubers Union. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I forgot that. Well, there's a lot of stuff in my brain. It's not like you forgetting stuff. It's not like I was a part of it in the first place. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. And, um, and it, uh, it, it, it's one of those advocacy groups that actually collects people together and tries to perform legal action and communication action to YouTube. And they have been noticed by YouTube. They, they're in fact, it's a Facebook. Being noticed and actually being able to do something about it. Well, two different the things. official YouTube Facebook account actually joined. It doesn't mean a thing, though. No. It doesn't. There's actually been, at the legal level, some lawyer communication and meetings and stuff like that. And some things have been communicated over, for, but... For what has to happen, maybe first, DMCA needs to be changed. No, they, they just need to enforce it as, as it actually legally stands. We have to keep in mind, this is American law, too. So they just need to be subject to all American laws, including the DMCA... Oh, no. And and just flip the bird to international, whatever other international laws, and just at least say we're an American company, our servers are in America, uh, not all of them are, but, and we follow American law, and all of the subjects, all the people that use our platform have to be subject to American law. And that's, well, that's freedom of speech, whatever definitions of quote unquote hate speech or harassment or incitement or these concepts but it's rooted in american law that's what has to happen and it, it, but all these all these platforms and they're they're platforms because they curate stuff they all skirt they all just like pretend they're their own country they ignore the laws in the real world they manufacture their own terms of service which is a convoluted mess and I should know because I spent more than four hours just going through the YouTube legal stuff. And I, I, I just ran out of steam doing it. 
Because there was more. It's, it's an unbelievable tangled mess. And so, so I mean, on that topic, uh, since these are American companies, did you hear about what Trump was doing about this kind you, of stuff? Didn't you tell me something about they're liable at this? They'll be liable for it that soon? Yeah, so this is American President Trump for all you people in the future. If his name's been purged from history, um, and he'll be infamous forever, um, I guess he got frustrated people insulting him online, <laughs> and and so he, he's kind of he's an old petulant child, and he's he's man he is accidentally correct with so many things it's funny, but he has already been told about the like. He literally had a White House lawn meeting with a bunch of, uh, you know, influencers is the term. You know, YouTubers and stuff. Meeting? Yeah, yeah. So people actually were invited to the White House lawn with him there to present stuff on the issue of social media and this stuff that's online to talk about uh, things like freedom of speech, at least from their perspective. Anyhow. So I know that he he himself in person has been told by a rather inept random group of these people, but at least there was an attempt. He ignored it, but I know he knows about the backstory of the the mess that's there. And so he has he has some of it in his head and he's experienced a lot of the the nonsense. And so he, what he decided is, is he should have been using the correct language. But there is an actual legal framework that talks about freedom of press, and and uh, there there is uh, this internet thing, this newfangled internet thing has the idea of hosting, where well, if you're a host. Let's say you're a literal, literal host, a literal server for hosting Wasn't websites. Was just like how Mega got shut down? I don't know about that. But under the framework I'm about to talk about, that wouldn't be allowed. Whatever that was. I can't, I can't remember the Mega drama. had like a bunch of stuff. Mega was... Mega's still around. They, 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 they came back, but it's done differently now. Sure. But before then, they had, they had like... A bunch of file. They were essentially a huge hosting file, file host, and that had a bunch of stuff. And yeah, okay. So they got hit by the FBI. So let's let's give give the the most obvious extreme. So say you're a random file host and you allow people to upload stuff, which is what you're describing, and random people upload kitty porn. It's like okay, that's illegal, right? So the the and this is let's say that everybody is in the United States. So we're talking about American law. Um, the the law the law was fuzzy, and what it said was the person who had the servers that where the ones and zeros were located on their hard drives, the those data were their responsibility, and because those data were illegal. That person is held liable. So the, the hosting company is liable for what somebody else uploaded from illegal content from Let's, somebody else. And so there's this liability there. That's that's a nightmare. a different way for the example. Uh, let's just say 
a piece of land as the as the hosting company. I don't know why you're trying to. My explanation was great. Did you not understand it? In a computer term, yes, but let's. Why are we, we don't need to talk about the real world because I'm still talking about internet land. Okay. Okay. <laughs> don't try to make analogies where you don't need them. Okay. Okay. So, so you can understand if you're a file host or if you're a, a web host provider for other for business websites or for personal websites out there, or if you're an email provider, if or. You know, FTP, you're freaking gopher for all. I know you have data from your users. How can the host be liable for legal issues with the data that's passing through their service? So the, the United States enacted a, a law, which whose name I can't remember. Um, and it is, it is a variation on the law that exists to... Ex, uh, it's, it's like a twist on freedom of press in the United States. And it goes, if you're a platform for other people to use, so you're a file host, you're a, uh, a hosting provider for websites, and this sort of stuff. If, if you're a service that other people use, you yourself are not held liable. This is where the DMCA comes in. So if you yourself are hosting movies that are pirated, you yourself are not held liable, legally liable. Otherwise, you'd just be creamed. But the individual people responsible for those files are liable. So you have a DMC request which can actually bypass the users, go directly to the host, say, hey, host, I am the, the legal owner. Theoretically, you provide proof, then, but that doesn't really happen. You're like, hey, I'm Warner Brothers. Just remove this. And the host goes, okay. And sometimes what happens is they give like a backdoor to some of these companies. They give them tools to just auto, to flag certain stuff. And it just gets removed by the mechanics that host provides for them. Anyhow, so that, that DMC was meant to protect, to shelter the services that random people use, occasionally illegally, right? Now... That also protects Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and et cetera, et cetera. All social media platforms. Because users use them and they might do illegal things. So they might, for example, incite violence. They might, on Twitter, hashtag kill all men, which was a trending tag. They might, you know, call for the extermination of Jews, which is a thing, which is, exists on all those platforms. Um, and you, right. And though there's stuff that's hate speech, there's stuff that, right. That's incitement to violence. There's stuff that's personally threatening. There's doxing, but the equivalent, oh, we've got to take some time. Yeah. Okay. So I'll finish this thought. So the equivalent of the DMCA protects these social media platforms, shelters them from the liability that they would have because the ones and zeros are hosted on their servers. It's hate speech emanating from their devices. It's in their hands. It's owned by them, but they're not liable. And so the DMC shelters them. But the thing is, these platforms have been curating the content selectively. So they shadow ban, they, they 
have ranking systems that boost certain content. They they're selective. Um, so like kill all men is okay. Kill all white men that was banned. That wasn't allowed, which is kind of surprising, <laughs> right? Uh, but kill all women that would be bad, selectively, right? Okay, so so those selective tags and this is a Twitter example mean that because those choices are being made by that platform, they are no longer a platform. They are now curating their content, which makes them liable for the stuff that they're curating. Now, that is a really difficult distinction. It's called the, the platform-publisher distinction. So like a newspaper that prints an attack article on somebody could be held responsible because they're the ones publishing that. Right? They're, they're held liable for their own speech or whatever you want to call it. So libel exists and slander exists and this kind of stuff. Mm. Defamation. So what Trump did is, again, be, being a child, he went, social media platforms should, by dictate of me, should not be protected by this anymore. He didn't invoke the platform publisher thing, which is a shame because there's a very specific legal framework for that. He just went, like, double middle finger, executive order. <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen with that. But that is going to be a, a glorious storm. <laughs> Let's take our 10-minute break. <laughs> 